Welcome to the Rob Bailey Show. In the house, we have Austin Ragno. Hi. <laughs> Your enthusiasm. Austin's talking about getting a laptop and not having a desktop anymore, and I think he's crazy. Well, I think it's a step in the right direction. Well, who knows, man. First, we're going to cover sponsors. Go for it. Uh, the first sponsor is the building we are in, the company that we started and stand behind, Flag nor fail no surrender no failure have unwavering dedication to something um flight fail is in a really exciting spot we're in the new building cut and sew is full steam ahead we got some really exciting things on the horizon um and i'm comfortable saying that our apparel like slaps with fucking anyone's like i just i haven't bought clothes in a very long time mm -hmm. like everybody knows me if you see me wearing something it's essentially wearing my own brand. And I went out and started buying apparel. You did? Just to see what else was on the market. You know, really? I started buying some Nike shorts, started buying some Reebok stuff, some Under Armour. And bro, I'm pleasantly, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Not only with our sizing, our fit, our fabrics, everything. Even like our outerwear goods that are coming dude, we're, up. Dude, we fucking crushed. Even dude. outside of the sport um, industry. And I think we've been focused really for a really long time on like stepping up our quality and not so much on marketing. And I feel really solid now that our quality is so good that now, like even that last sale we had everything that we were sending out, I was like, yeah, I don't, this Proud. isn't, we're not, we're not getting rid of stuff that like, I'm like, Oh, I wish this could be better. Like, no dude, people got really good stuff that last sale. So anyway, Flagner fails first sponsor flagnorfail.com. The next sponsor who'd I've written down trifecta. My meal prep company, not my, you know, they're not like mine. Like I don't own it. I just, I'm a huge fan of them. You use it too. Yeah, dude. They're fucking delicious. I just ate it before I came down here. Hard boiled egg, man. That's you. <laughs> did you see how many hard boiled eggs were in the refrigerator? I don't. They come in like packs of yeah, like we didn't, we a didn't, dozen, right? We didn't <laughs> order hard boiled eggs. So I just bring them in for the staff. Oh, I don't know. Really? They just show up in our order for some reason. Oh. Um, but they always run deals. Like they'll run a 40% off deal and then like free chicken for life. Yeah, what is free the free chicken for life? So it's a deal that they run where you sign up, right? And you don't have to get like every single meal. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's, I think it's like a little under $10 a meal, about $10 a meal. Yeah. So they're like, well, if I eat five meals a day, it's 50 bucks a day. And it's like, well, don't, don't prep all your fucking meals through this right, company. Right. Do like two, you know, so 20 bucks a day or whatever. Um, and it saves you. Now... Or, you know, even spend a hundred bucks, get 10 meals. And the free chicken for life is if you order, your meals essentially would be $6 for that order. And then they send you like either one or two pounds of cooked chicken or like pre-prepped meat or something oh, like that. Oh, it's not a contest? No, 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 bro. I thought it was a contest. So if you sign up and you start ordering from them during one of those promotions, then for the rest of your life, you always just get that free pack of chicken or beef or whatever. Oh. Yeah. That makes it pretty like, appealing. Oh, dude, and then forever. It's just every single week it shows up. The shredded chicken is banging. Yeah. Because you dude, can like mix it with shit. You can stir fry Dana it. rips on that. But Trifecta, man. Trifecta, it's an awesome brand. Um, and they stand for really great things. We hesitated working with them for a really long time because we were working with a company out of uh, New Jersey or something. New Jersey, yeah. But talking to Greg, the owner, dude, they just stand... Like the stuff that dude's trying to do, he's just, he's revel, like it's a, it's stupid to say, but revolutionary. Yeah. And he's actually revolutionary in that industry. The next sponsor is quite possibly my favorite place in the world. Disney World. 
Porsche Place Dallas. Oh, pretty different. Yeah, dude. Porsche Place Dallas. Um, I got contacted by Patrick there and ended up buying my GT2 there. Uh, the whole experience was absolutely amazing. Anytime we go to Dallas, they hook us up. Um, they're just great, man. It's I've bought, if you know me, which you know me, mm-hmm. I own 20 to 30, maybe more vehicles. vehicles I don't yeah. know because they're not all in the same spot. But I probably own 20 or 30 vehicles. And between company vehicles and everything, and just, dude, the, they're just so good. Yeah. They treat you so good. And even now, like, if I have a problem, like, I just have direct text access. Um, they're just great, man. They're great. A lot of people also from Dallas and or Texas area, the more people I talk to, the more people are like, yeah, I, bought, I buy cars through there. They're fucking awesome. So yeah. shout out to Porsche Place Dallas. Also... Another fun one today. All the fun Last ones. Last sponsor. <laughs> um, great friends of mine have been great friends, dare I say, for eight years. Mm. Uh, SOE, Special Operation Equipment. Um, they sew everything in America. They make, they make everything. They make some sport cocks, which... I showed you on the When internet. you showed me those, I was very confused, and yep. then I pulled them up, and I was like, okay, I see. Yeah, so, and you sort of want one for your desk. Yeah. Um, they just sent Dane and I knives, like super cool company. Uh, the owner is the owners are super cool. John, he uh, he's very exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I'm not sure if he does it as much anymore because I think I threw him off Facebook, but he essentially he makes a really, really good product, and they make it with sewing machines. Like It's not like it's uh, outsourced or anything. Like right. They make it. And there's a little wait, right? And I think a lot of times people are used to being assholes on the internet and they email. And his customer service, like when someone's like, hey man, it's been a week and I haven't got an update on my tracking, like what the fuck? And he's like, here's your tracking, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and this is like verbiage. And he like cancels order. And he's like, here's too, your tracking, right? your fucking thing's canceled and your money's refunded. How about this for moving on? Suck my dick and never order from me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. So aggressive. It's so good. It's like. It's like if I answered customer service, it's why I'm not allowed to answer uh-huh. customer service emails. But uh, yeah, check them out. SOE, I think it's official SOE gear uh, on the internet. All right, moving on. So what are we talking about today, man? This is a, uh, so we've actually been recording podcasts, Yeah. but we've had them somewhat tied to promotions. Not as like hard sales. Not as like, hard sales, like just the, topics. Yeah. The one yeah. is the FYKE shirt. Yep. Which so, you could, spoiler alert, we're yeah. coming out with a fuck you kill everything shirt. So we explained what it meant on a podcast, but we're not going to release the podcast because it got pushed back because we're a little behind here. Yeah. Um, if you've ordered from flag during that sale that we were just during talking the last about, three weeks. Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, thank you. First of all, for believing in the mm. brand and ordering. And we are running into, or we did run into some inventory issues on our end, which we're running into every single issue there yeah. is except for fire. Don't say that. Nothing's caught on fire. But everything else, we got covered. Yeah. So we just bear, have, bear with us. We only have good days here. Mm-hmm. So, we yeah, we, re- we recorded a podcast talking about what FYKE means, what it stands for, uh, kind of the philosophy and your ideas behind it to release when the shirt came out, and we had to push that release back due to... And then we have another special podcast releasing next week early. It'll probably be next week, yeah. Whew. That one's going to be aggressive. That's about another brand coming up. Wow. And then what is today's about? Today, I th- today I, uh, there's two topics. 
First topic, I, th- I think we should talk about how fucking jacked you are. Did you see you no. on the internet today? I saw it. Bro, you saw that. When I was watching, I was like, he, I don't know if he realizes what he looks like. I know you're looking in the mirror, but I had to get a video. Dude, you're fucking jacked. I'm getting I'm there. getting so many messages asking, when did he get jacked? I'm like smaller. Someone uh, commented and was like, oh my God, you got so huge from the last time I saw you. I'm like, I'm down 20 pounds from the last time you saw me in person. Like... 145 pounds, all illusions, camera angles, smoke and mirrors, and all that good gym lighting. Wait, that was my camera angle that did that? No, that is what I look like today. Today was a fucking day. Bro, you know why? You had your fucking squad there. No. Well. No, fuck you, dude. No, no, no. Prior to that. Today was a fucking day prior to that. Oh, because you locked yourself out. I sat in my car for an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, dude, you had time to focus. I know. I got here at 4.55. Okay. I took my photo of my car yeah. in front of the building because I'm like making that my thing and trying to see how many different angles I can get. Yeah. Today was new because I beat the sign. Oh. The sign turns on at five and it wasn't on, which made this entire compound way fucking creepier. But than you had it your gun with be. you. I was strapped as yeah, always. Yeah, boy. And then, yeah, I couldn't get in the building. So I sat in my car from 4:55 to 6:05. You know what sucks? I now don't check my phone in the morning because of not having a phone on Wednesdays. I've like trained myself. Like I don't look at my until phone you until get I get in my car. So when I get in my car, that's when I turn a podcast on. Okay. And I looked and I saw your text and I was like, cause I was like sitting around like, you know, I was Dick. at my house for what an hour, uh-huh. maybe even longer. Just like drinking coffee. That's why I texted you. I was like, he's awake right now. Yeah, I was like looking out the window. I was like, I was just, enjoying my morning mm-hmm. and I was going to leave at whatever 5 45 mm-hmm. and I missed your text message and then when I looked at it I was like fuck but then yeah once I got in today was a really good workout you joined the workout today mm-hmm. so Drew and I have been training in the mornings and you've been like doing your own thing separately but today you guys are getting jacked today it was a today so, was a thing I think I might have to tap in with you guys because yeah. I don't want you guys to leave me in the dust and like, what get ahead of you <laughs> Well, yeah, because then I'll just, I, like, I'll be athletic and everything, but you guys will be super jacked. Probably, yeah. So I need to get super jacked. Yeah. So. We're all here at the same time. So what drugs are you guys taking? All of them. Really? Yeah. The full buffet of drugs. Like what? Um, creatine. Okay. I'm on uh, a glutamine product. Are you really? I'm on, what else am I on? I'm taking a lot of products from uh, our friend. Um, but they're all regular supplements. I'm not actually, <laughs> okay. I'm not actually on drugs. I like how you, you didn't say So that. for anyone. You didn't say Aaron Singerman sent you a box I didn't know if I was allowed to say. You're allowed to say yeah. it, bro. So Aaron sent me like a big uh, care package from Redcon when I told him I was competing. He yep. basically sent me like two of every product, which was fucking awesome. Dude, you know, they're, um, they're a pretty big deal. It feels really good to be like a super bro again. And like making up like all my shakes and like mixing my fucking... Just all oh, the I different you were supplements. Like us all training together. No, no, no. Well, that too. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna circle back gotcha. to that. We'll do um, that. It feels good to be a bro again. Yeah. And just like overdoing it on supplements. Like uh-huh. before I work out, I'm mixing like three different powders together <laughs> and taking it with pills yeah. and all this stuff. Um, but if anyone is curious, I'm a lifetime natural. Never done any type of pro hormones. And I'm any. gonna talk you out of doing it if you ever consider doing it. I've, so you know. I have talked recently about what it would be like or if it would be intelligent of me to get on CRT. So it would not be. Okay. Who have you talked to? No one. 
You just said I. I mean, for like, uh, for like health purposes. So I'm not saying I should get on tests to try to win my fucking IFBB yeah. card. Like, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I want to get my blood work done to yeah. see where my test is and yeah. to see if it actually is like uh, important because I want to have kids. I want to like. Yeah. So for me, uh, what I would suggest with my since we're doing bro squad talk here mm-hmm. uh, in front of the internet, um, I would suggest that you. So right now, like. It's weird for me to watch right now because everyone is everyone was sponsored by fucking supplement companies uh-huh. and then everyone got sponsored by meal companies and then everyone got sponsored by CBD companies. It's crazy. And now everyone's sponsored by TRT clinics. Yeah. Which is great, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some people that should be on TRT. It's people that in their 20s and 30s Fucked themselves up. Fucking went on some gas and got off gas and went back on and all that. Now, people that didn't, like you, uh-huh. you should absolutely not. Because, but what, what if my blood if you, work comes back and it's like, hey, you're fucked? But you're not going to be fucked. Right, right. I'm just hypothetical. I'm playing out like a movie in my head. Okay, but you're not going to be fucked because you never touched anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, your hormones, essentially, you're fine. If anything's off in your hormones, it goes back to, like... That whole fucking Dr. Joe thing that we that when we yeah, went yeah, there, yeah. he was like, no, get off artificial sweeteners, get your lipids right, your lipids will correct this, you know, correct this, correct this, start sleeping more, do this, do this, do this, and then you're fine. Or you can go to one of these new companies and they're going to be like, yeah, bro, you should go on TRT because you're on it forever. And then for the rest of your life. For yeah. the rest of your and life. That's why I never, I don't know, I don't know if I have a good reason why I never did steroids other than like I'm scared of needles and yeah. no one around me did them. Well, you're someone who so like I needs never to had to. pushed into something. What do you mean? Like I can push you into things. Like if you told me right now to like do steroids, I'd do steroids. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I, I like training and growing and up. And don't you've been around people? You've, you've been around <laughs> pro bodybuilders. No, I, I for know. The last Ten years, but it's never been like a thing. I don't know. And also, like my goals, even with competing this year, are different. You know, like yeah. I'm not going there to try to prove a point, or I'm not going. It's weird seeing it. So here's like something weird that I'm going through is I haven't competed since 2014. Yeah. But I'm obviously like on a different side of the industry now. But now seeing like people posting on Instagram and talking about competing and the politics and, oh, well, I'm not going to do the amateur Olympia because it's more of a stacked class. So I'm going to wait until junior Nats to try to get my pro card where there's not international. It's like, what are you people even doing? Like that, that's why I think I'm looking forward to getting on stage because I know what I am. Mm -hmm. I know how I'm going to look. I know all of that. I know what I'm going up against, but like yeah. literally just doing it for fun. Yeah. But I, like, and, and I, when I say fun, that doesn't mean like I'm not taking it fucking serious. No, you're taking it more serious than I think people that are quote unquote taking it serious. Yeah. And I don't, and it's weird to watch you compete. Right. And like, cause you're essentially bodybuilding is you started competing three months ago when you decided you were doing this show or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I decided at seven weeks out yeah. from this show that I was Because you were essentially in too good a shape. I was in shape, yeah. So it, it's weird. My favorite thing about watching you is you do it and you're not telling anyone. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you don't complain about cardio. You just wake up earlier and you do it. You're not complaining about diet. Even like when we go places and I'm like, oh, do you want a Corona? You're like, no, I'm good. And like, you're just so clear on it. Like, 
most people are like, oh my God, I haven't had carbs in so long. And yeah. it's just, just dramatic fucking exhausting thing. And then not only is it this big complaint thing the whole time, but then on the other side of it, they, they are even expecting to like win. It's the whole thing is like, for a lot of people, a very delusional, do, crazy, do, weird thing that's just for attention. Do you? That's what I was just going to yeah. ask. Because that's what I feel you have to make it more of like you're struggling and how hard it is and all this to get more attention and mm-hmm. to make it seem like you're doing something that's bigger than it is. For, uh, okay, pause. Obviously, yeah, pause. on a professional level, people... Well, no, I think on, on all level, right? Yeah. It's fucking hard Mm -hmm. but it all just depends where your priorities are yeah right where you pull motivation from like the fact that that you're in bed and i can't seem to fucking do it but you're in bed by like 8 30 i (sighs) bro i can't and like i'm trying to prioritize that and Mm -hmm. i just fucking can't last night i was asleep by 8 30 i woke up at 2 15 this morning ready to rock i thought first of all it's the weirdest shit when i wake up at what feels to be 4.45 to take a leak and I look at my phone and it's 10.30 and I'm like, how was that only two hours of sleep? Last night I woke up at 2.15, I couldn't fall back asleep. (laughs) So 2.15 and I was like, all right, I could do this. I could fall back asleep, whatever. Three o'clock came around and I was like, do I just go to the office right now? Like, what do I do? Like at this point, four four o'clock came around and I was like, I'm leaving. And that's when I like got up out of bed. I shaved today. That's why I look like fucking Skeletor. <laughs> um, and then I got to the warehouse. Yeah. And then. Uh, no, so you're you're a very specific individual, right? And it's sort of like the reason that Dana stays on diet so long, right? Like she'll have a, she'll have so different than me. She'll she'll have a glass of wine, but like she just has been essentially on diet. Even though she seems like, oh, I'm not. No, she's been on diet and she's done cardio for the last fucking, what? Forever. 17 years? Yeah. So, like, yeah, she's just always, she's going to be in shape for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. And, and there's the the level of, like you said, priorities or prioritizing things. Like, even when I'm not quote unquote on diet, I'm still tracking protein and making sure I do cardio. Yeah. So, it's like those consistencies. Like, when I went to, when I went to Philly... Uh, back in July or whenever it was, I went hard eating whatever the fuck I wanted for a week. Yeah. But like used it to fuel my workouts, to train harder, made sure I got in my protein, made sure I got in my cardio and didn't just like fall off the rails. That's the biggest difference I think between you and me. What's that? It's just like, you're just always paying attention Mm -hmm. and I'm just a fat idiot. Yeah, but that's why like I've never, I've been in shape and then like I get out of shape and then I get in shape. I think that's a reason too why I get hurt so much is because like the fluctuation i'm not paying attention yeah. like because like i'll go and like some days i just won't drink water yeah but and then other not... days i do you know and it's because i don't i don't i haven't prioritized that's like, what i was gonna Dana, say you know and you know i'm just always doing something different and like right now i'm like eating sort of clean and like but who knows what's gonna happen this weekend like and i know that's a lot to do with why i'm hurt all the time yeah so yeah Prioritizing is definitely important because like I wouldn't necessarily say I love training in the mornings, but prioritizing my training. And when you think about it like that, then all of a sudden, yes, I do love training in the mornings because I know 
After Same. after the full day, I'm mentally not capable of training. I want to sit on the couch and stare at a wall. Um, so I, I I think I've like just built myself to become a morning person, and I like training in the mornings and getting out of the way, and yeah. not necessarily getting out of the way like oh, I can't wait for this workout to be over, but. I know that if I'm going to be stepping on stage soon in front of people, or I know if my health and fitness is like a priority of mine, that it needs to be taken serious and done in the morning when I have like full attention to yeah. it. And you're fucking jacked now. And you're about to be jacked. So you about to start oh, training with yeah, us? Yeah, I'll train with you guys. It was fun today. Uh, you know what? Uh, so I called off with Dan all this week because my back is just sort of... Again? Every morning when I wake up, it's just... I'm on the brink of being hurt. Really? There's something just Didn't going Didn't it go on. out last week when you were traveling? Drew yeah, said yeah, it yeah. did. It went out, and then uh, when I was down there partying with Keaton and everything. So, like, I didn't drink when I was down there or anything, but the bed wasn't very good in the Airbnb. Yeah. So, my back's like, I wake up and it hurts. So, I'm like Dang. one. If I was to deadlift today, I'd be fucking injured again. <laughs> so, we're like a bent over row or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, I hate bent over But no, dude, the, the training session today, like... It, same thing. It just fell back in love with like, oh, yeah, like I remember training like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll start training with you guys. That's yeah. like a full commitment for me right now. Oh, mark it down. It was good today because uh, when it's just Drew and I, I have to use the timer on the phone to I make sure that. like yeah. I'm resting. But with three of us, like I didn't necessarily need mm -hmm. to use the timer because it kind of synced up. What time do you guys start at? <laughs> I try to start. So my cardio just went up and I'm at 45 minutes a day for five days a week now okay um so i start at six and then whenever he gets here he hops in and then whatever like the other day i forget what we were training but he missed like shoulder he missed the first two exercises which were like shoulder press so and i have laterals. to get here at 6 a.m 6 a.m is when i start okay and then we need to get another treadmill yeah okay. so so the way it works is he trains with me whenever he gets here he gets here at like 6 15 and then takes a poop and all that shit and then it, when i get on the treadmill he just starts the workout with all the stuff he missed all right so, deal i'm in yeah six o'clock oh my god i'm gonna be so jacked for my 40th birthday so you gotta start getting fucking protein and eat more hard-boiled eggs and shit <laughs> i haven't eaten dude i had to throw them all out why because i gave them to the these guys these the staff back here and they didn't take any of them oh because you should have told me i would put them shits in my salads well that's what i didn't realize they weren't going to take them i said uh all the trifecta meals that i had since i was going away for like uh, like four days it's like hey guys here's four days of meals and eggs and i came back and oh the the i would have fucking well next time, I know. Those eggs. next time i know well now that we've talked about you competing can you wait <laughs> can you win your pro card there so yes whoa are you going to change it so, to Rags IFBB Pro? No, because I paid so much money for the handle Rags. Um, How much did you pay? What did it, what was it? It was like 60 bucks or something. Yeah, it was something like it, that. It wasn't anything crazy. I was actually surprised how cheap it was when the kid was like, yeah, I'll sell it to you. And I was like, all right, bet. He didn't um, care. You thought he was going to rip you off, though. I did. I did think it was like a scam through PayPal. Um, I can win my pro card there. Um, I believe there were the way they're doing pro cards is each division, the top three of the division, not of the class get pro cards example. So I'm doing classic physique and I don't know if you know this, I'm doing open bodybuilding just for the hell of it. Good. Um, crab. Poses. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing open bodybuilding as a Bantam 
which don't know how many competitors there's going to be. It's just, it could be just me. So I could just automatically go to the overall. Um, and then the way it would work would like I, the top three whoa, 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 that wait. compete so for the So there's never overall. really any bantamweight guys, right? So what's weird about... Because like nobody, everybody weighs more than 125 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. How much are you going to weigh on stage? I'm going to be under 143. I wouldn't oh. be surprised if I don't weigh in like 130 something. Dude, that's so crazy. I competed, quick backstory, I competed 2013, 2014. Yeah. MPC, I've done NGA shows. I did six bodybuilding shows. Um, what was annoying was I would diet and it, I'm a natural, I have whatever structure, I'm a little too tall to be a bantamweight or even a light heavy. I'm too tall for classic physique to not have another fucking 30, 40 pounds of muscle on me. So what would happen is I would always be like, all right, let's come in as conditioned as possible. I would just lean out and then all of a sudden I'd be a bantamweight. I get to a show and there'd be no one to compete against. So the year that I did the team universe, which anyone who doesn't know, it's a national level show. I wanted to do the team universe for the reason that I wanted to compete against more than two people. Mm. So like I would do a local show, like a the Tracy Greenwood show as a bantam and be by myself. And then that I did sucks. like I did like a Delaware show and I competed against like two other dudes and I won and that's how I was able to go to Team Universe. Yeah. So to Team Universe when I went, it was like, oh shit, there's like other people in my class. There's like seven people, like they're moving people around, there's different call outs. Like oh, that's shit. That's why I wanted to do Team Universe. Yeah. Um and that's kinda how the decision to do Olympia came about was uh a couple of weeks ago, it was right after Aaron left. It might have been at like the six or five week out mark. I reached out to Paul. Or no, no, no. You brought up someone competing and you said that we might go to the show. And I was like, huh, that's mm, an interesting. Kendra and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, that's an interesting date. And I asked you where it was and you said like Minnesota or whatever. And I was like, I should do that show. So I looked up just for the hell of it what shows were on that day, which is like October 2nd or something. Yeah. And there's a semi-local show like four hours away in Washington. And it's a natural NPC show, which was not like a shit ton of those. And I was like, huh, this be interesting. So I reached out to Paul Ravella from uh, Pro Physiques who helped prep me the year of COVID when my show got canceled. And I was like, hey, here's an update. Here's a posing video of my physique. I'm thinking about doing a local show. And I sent it to him and he was like, don't do a local show. And I was like, why? And he was like, do Amateur Olympia. You'd be crazy to be six weeks out, look like that, and go compete at a local show with no competitors when you're going to be in Florida. Yeah, you're going to be there And anyway. you can get on a big stage. Literally just flew in three days early. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, you know what? First, I went through the thoughts of like, oh, well, I already know, like, there's already people posting on Instagram that I know that are doing this show. I was like, I'm not going to beat them. I'm not going to, and I was like, that's not what I'm doing it for. Maybe you are. Who else is doing it? Uh, that kid, Logan, that he's got a really good physique. LG Future. Bro, you can beat all those dudes. Um, and a couple other people. But re regardless, I then quickly checked myself and was like, I'm not going there to fucking win. Do you think that they're going to factor in how loud everyone cheers for you? I don't know if you win or not, because I'll probably have a squad there, and I'm you're, posing bro, to you're have a deep squad. Posing. Don't to stress me out. Don't even say it. No, your music. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're doing. Are you wait? Are you doing? It feels right. You're doing that song though. I think it feels right. So right. You don't even know that was my favorite song. 
I didn't. Holy shit. I do have to cut it up. That's um, fine. Do whatever you need to so, do, bro. Sorry you, that I'll you, have to do that. You have the instrumentals and all the stems and everything, right? Yeah. All right, good. Um, so, yeah, that's how it came about to do Whoa. doing the Olympia and then posing to Rob's music. How did we get there? Wow. To this part of the conversation. I don't know. We've talked 30 minutes about you competing. Sorry. Let's talk about you. What are your goals right now? Not like long-term vision board. We did that already. What's like short-term, achievable, in like right on your fucking crosshairs? Uh, I'm buying. A, I'm going to buy a ranch on Where? Saturday. Really? Uh, in either St. Ignatius or Hot Springs, or maybe Plains. I'm looking at four different ranches. Is that all, are those all close? All over. No, they're all an hour and a half. Damn. I'll have to buy a helicopter to get there, but um, that's later. I can drive there, obviously now, but I want uh, I want to hedge against this whole like, just what everything feels like it's happening. What's buying a ranch mean? Because I don't know what that means. It means I need to. I'm a little. This is going to sound like a dickhead thing. I'm a little cash broke right now mm-hmm. uh, because I just bought that hanger in all cash and I haven't refied yet. But I don't know. It's a couple hundred acres. So anywhere from 100 acres so it's to just land 500 and what, acres. A barn? No, there's no, there's nothing there. I, the one the one has a structure on it. The other ones don't have anything. Okay. Um, and then what? And then, uh, honestly, like uh, go down and I'll, that's where I'll, like, I'll stay there. I'll go down there for the weekend or whatever. And in the spring, we're going to have horses. So dang, essentially like tow the horses down. I, I would probably tow the horses and Dana would tow the fifth wheel. And we just go and stay for the weekend. Probably put up a couple yurts. And or then what? Like the that. horses would stay there? No, the horses would probably come back with us because they'd be like pets. So the horses would live at the farm. You're getting a horse? Yeah. A giant fucking horse with a big dick. Wow. What's, <laughs> it, what's its name going to be? I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Are you going to be... You said crosshairs. So crosshairs is tomorrow morning. I'm looking at four ranches. Okay. Uh, Damn. So. Are you going to be here tomorrow? What's th- it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow Saturday, right? Yeah. No. Dang. What time are you training? Uh, I think we're going to shoot for like 1230. No, oh, I'm leaving at 630 a.m. So maybe. What do you... And then what else? You just buy a ranch and then you just have... I'm going to just sit on it. Yeah. It's also like investment too. Like there's not that many more properties that are over a hundred acres left in Montana. Wait, why would you need a helicopter? So I can get there fast. You couldn't fly your plane there? That's, so that's the main thing I'm looking for. That's what we're going down to look at is I have to look for water rights. I want to look for fencing. I want to look for uh, like what the landscape looks like. Mm-hmm. So like whether it's like brush, whether it's hay, whatever it is, um, what the water usage is, what the plateaus are as far as we can build. And then also if I have like a 1500, like a 1500 foot flat part where I couldn't just get a bulldozer and make a runway. Damn. That'd be sick. That'd be super sick. Right. What would you make? You could just land in grass though, right? You would just have to level it. Yeah. So I would level it. I mean, I might not even need to level it. All depends what it looks like. That'd be rowdy. So it would be a long-term play with that place. Maybe move there. Really? So long-term play is build a helicopter hangar here. And then where at the warehouse? Yeah. Right next to building three, put a helicopter hangar. And I would essentially fly from there and land here every day. Would you be allowed to land? You can't land your plane here. No, there's power lines and, and there's nowhere. Is to that land. cause we're too close to the, no, it's because there's nowhere to land. Oh, so like so you can land. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, like total label has that. Yeah. Like, so in airspace, like there's another airport, in the airspace so uh whitefish airport is in glaciers airspace so like essentially like almost as you're in the pattern for whitefish you're in airspace 
no, if, if we were able to like pave out enough where I could land a plane here, yeah, I could totally land a plane here. Really? But with the power lines and everything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. like, no, Total Label just sold. That building just sold. Really? Yeah. Where'd they move to? I don't know if they're moving. I just saw it go for sale. I think it was like 16 million or something like that. Jesus. That yeah. facility is pretty cool. I was looking for uh, property. I found some places. I'm really, my big move, like if you really want to know what I'm leaning towards is, I think there's going to be a giant separation. I don't think there's going to be a crash. Like everyone thinks there's going to be a crash. A lot of people are saying that And now. are saying what? That there's going to be another housing crash. So I think there's going to be a crash. Let me, let me, let me rephrase that. I think it's going to be a crash, but it's not going to be the same crash that it was. When you say was, you mean like 2008 or whatever? Yeah. So okay. I think the that was sort of like a, everyone was caught by surprise. What did they they say? That's like call what's that called a correction or something? I don't know any shit I mean, about it, any it, of this. Essentially, shit. it's all a correction. Like yeah, whatever yeah. it is, it's it's a like a human sleep cycle, right? Like you wake up, you feel really good, you get tired, then eventually you need to go back to sleep, and you wake up refreshed again. Uh -huh. the, the economy does the same fucking thing. Yeah. So. Yes, there's going to be something right now because everyone's feeling good and everybody has fucking money right now. Mm -hmm. Either you're unemployed and you're collecting unemployment and you're just sort of hanging out or you're crushing it right now and you're fucking buying brand new trucks and uh, yeah. living outside your means or buying property. <laughs> there's going to be a huge separation between people that own property and people that don't own property. What's your definition of own? Like, you, I, I you, don't, do you, I own my house? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, you're in your house enough where you're on the other side of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think even people that simply own their house and have a good mortgage, like, cool, it's yours. Yeah. Um, there, there's a really interesting thing going on. Uh, I heard this the other day and it, it, it fucking clicked, but it's the new, the new world essentially. So where like Toro is huge. Car yeah. rentals are huge. It's making me want to fucking snatch cars up. See? So, and like own assets because, I mean, you think about it, like there's a lot of people that don't drive anymore because of Uber. Uh -huh. And then a lot of people that don't even drive to go get food because of Uber Eats. So like all of these convenience factors, people are leveraging other people's assets to get them things. So the same thing with Airbnbs. Dude, I mean, even here, like I've got so many people trying to rent Airbnbs for a full month. And it's these professionals that can afford to pay $10,000 uh -huh. to stay at the lake house for a month. And they come out, they stay like, I mean, dude, we've had people try to book out the lake house for $30,000 a month. Yeah. And they just come and they're like, how strong your Wi-Fi?" And then they work there <laughs> for a month and then they, they move somewhere else. Right. Yeah. So with that amount of money being thrown at Airbnbs, the house, the housing market's going to go up. People are going to start buying them and these assets, and then fucking inflation is going to make all these things a lot more unattainable. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, even in Whitefish right now, right? Like you can't get a house for under fucking what? Crazy. Seven, eight hundred. Yeah. So like under 700. And, and even then they're like fucking two bedroom, two bath. It's like, what no, it's one fuck? bath, two bedroom, one bath. It's and so it needs a new crazy. Roof. But what I'm saying is I don't think those are going to come back down. I think there's going to continue to get bought up and the, 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 the classes between people that essentially Uber, mm. aka renters, yeah, yeah. and then the people that own things, it's going to get a lot separated. Yeah, there's the, it's going to the, there's going to be a vast land in between those, and people are just going to rent, 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 and then people are going to own, own, own. And I think the people that understand that they should be buying property right now, and investing in things like that, taking on debt at good interest rates, yeah, when it does crash, I mean. We can't build anything else. Like the houses exist. It's not like 
lumber is free right now. It's right, not like right. there's like a bunch of housing. No, no, dude. Everything is getting snatched up really, really fucking quick. Now, the way I look at finances and the reason that I'm also doing that is because I also don't know what's going to happen. So everything right. I said right now is like what I think's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't fucking know. You know who? Uh, maybe Bitcoin could take off and the dollar tanks and the who US, the fuck? like who yeah. fucking knows. But what else I'm basing things on is, and I've got asked a lot about like how I'm dealing with everything moving forward. Because if you're online right now, you you you're uncomfortable. If you're what online? If, if you're on the internet right now, on social or watching the news, you should be a little uncomfortable with how the world's going. Yeah. Yeah. Them videos you sent me of fucking Frankfurt Ave in Philly made me very uncomfortable. Yes. So <laughs> what I'm doing is if I have money, I'm investing my money in two things. One thing is property, hard goods that are appreciating, that are generating me money, you know, that you're that, enjoying. That completely makes sense to own, right? What's that? That's the airplane. That's the cars. That's... Uh, the airplane was, so the airplane something different. No, that's like airplane hangar. That's okay. this building. That's the property up there. That's all the Airbnb properties. Um, things like that, okay. right? like even essentially nine elevens, they're appreciating yeah. things that hold my value, but nine elevens aren't producing the income. So we'll put those on yeah, another yeah. list. And then number no, two, like the airplanes, another thing. So the airplane is, uh, helping me with taxes mm -hmm. one, and then it's buying me freedom. So essentially like heavy equipment, like bobcats, excavators, things like that buy me freedom. So if everything goes to fucking hell, right? Like I look at something like if I put solar up at the ranch, uh -huh. which I don't have yet, but if I put solar up at the ranch, I see that as an investment that buys me freedom in the okay. future. I see, I an see. airplane is an investment that helps me on tax savings, just like solar would, but it helps me with freedom in the future. Um, I mean, even essentially something like horses, any heavy equipment, any property, any farming equipment, anything that I can build with, um, even like power washers or generators or yeah, the, I just bought two quads. Um, anything like that I see as things that like, I picture everything going to hell and be like, Ooh, I'm glad I have these things. Yeah. And it makes me feel good. So that's category one. No, those, I just named all the categories. All oh, okay, together. Okay, okay. I don't have the categories broken out. No, you like, said there was two things. Well, I guess there's three things. Okay. There's things that I like that I still make good decisions. The like hard goods, nine elevens, the stuff. safari nine eleven things yeah, like yeah. that. There's things that benefit me tax-wise and they benefit tax-wise and they, they, they bring you closer to freedom. So that's the plane and all yeah, that Yeah, that's the plane, that's solar, things like that. Or they benefit you tax-wise, they're good investments because they're appreciating and they make you money. Yeah. Cool. So, but another thing that I do is I invest in things that I have control over. Like what? Other than yourself? I have control over everything. So if I'm touching it, for example, on Airbnb, like I can creatively, like, like the lake house was a big investment, right? Right. So the lake house was 1.3. I put, I put like a hundred thousand, yeah. probably now I'm more like $200,000 into it. So I'm like 1.5 into it. I could probably sell it right now for 2.3. So I'd make 800,000. Every time I go to that house, I still think it's crazy that it's your house. It's pretty crazy, right? It's just such so, a crazy house. So now let's, let's go over how I'm in control of that, right? Like if I need to go there and start working on the house, I have all the tools to do it. I can uh -huh. replace the roof. I can essentially, I could fumble through electrical. I can paint, I could replace the floors. Like I, if it really came down to Rob Bailey having to be in control of that house, yeah, yeah. I could now I don't. So I can, you know, I don't need to cut the grass there right. or anything like that. But 
let's say Airbnb gets taken away like it did last year, right? Because yeah. it did for... During COVID, right? Yeah. Airbnb was like, no, you can't rent these motherfuckers out. <laughs> so like, but I still have an asset that I can pivot and I can creatively solve a problem for Yeah, it. you could so like switch to long-term rental or something, I could switch right? to long-term rental. I could... Um, I mean, essentially, I could have moved in there if I had you to. You could have used it as an off-site office for off-site everyone. Office. Then... I could have, um, I mean, we could have set it up as a studio and started filming there. Yeah. I could have started hosting camps out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, just because they said don't travel, people still would have traveled. We could have flown in athletes and used that as the athlete house. So that, and that's, that's why I'm saying I, was like, I still have control over that asset, and the asset still makes sense to me, mm-hmm. right? So just as long as I can still have control over it. Now, something like... Um, uh, like if I bought, if I invested in like a Dairy Queen in New Mexico, <laughs> what, like a franchise, like a, a Dairy Queen franchise in New Mexico. Okay. Very random. Now this is something that I could invest in. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know, but I, I have that cost. I have no control over that. You could just Google it. It's yeah. probably right there. Do you want to know what a Dairy Queen franchise in New Mexico cost? Yeah. I mean, I guess it might be cool to know. To franchise. <laughs> I mean, why not? No, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would make sense. Why did you pick New Mexico? Because it's so hot. You know, it's, it's far away from here. So probably it like says four hundred thousand. I've never looked this stuff up. You probably know what all this means. It says franchise fee is forty five thousand. Okay. Yeah. Investment range is one point one to one point nine. Uh, okay, so that's Li- full build out everything. What's like that. liquid capital requirement? That's how much capital you would need essentially to like start. So because like four hundred thousand, okay, and then net worth requirement is seven hundred and fifty thousand for a single unit. For a single unit, I've never done uh, weird. So I guess what I'm guessing, and once again, I'm glad there's no comments under here, so people can't just like shred <laughs> me. So no, I, I mean, how I would figure that out is I'd reach out to someone. I know people that do franchising. You know. Oh, I have a game. What? If you could franchise... I can't do that anymore. Why? Oh, the, the guessing... Oh, the game... We, what, that, we no, only your, do that when we're on the road. What's your other... What's your game? If you could franchise one thing, what would it be? What do you mean? If like you, one of my businesses? No, 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 no. Uh, if you could own, like, a Chipotle in Kalispell. Or a Dairy Queen. Uh, like, if you could pick one, what would it be? Um... Or what's the first one that comes to your mind? The first one that came to my mind was Chick-fil-A. Why? Really? Um... Well, I, you know, cause they crush this. Well, and they fucking are awesome. One, they crush Two, I love, um, regardless of what your values are. I love companies that actually hold true to their values. Like the Sunday thing, all of the woke companies out there right now. <laughs> and this is a weird thing to talk about, but it's true. All of the woke companies, they're not doing it because they actually believe in the cause. They're doing it for the right? attention. Like when pride month comes around, it's not like, uh, fucking, Oh my God. No, but like when, no. <laughs> but when pride month comes around, it's not like X, Y, and Z company like actually cares. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like all of a sudden they're like, Oh, you know what we can make a lot of money doing is selling rainbow t-shirts. Uh-huh. And like, I think it's just fucking gross. Like it's cool to get behind yeah, yeah. things, but. And that's why we don't do it. Yeah. It, it's cause it's like, it's trendy right now. Yeah, We like, get behind the shit. We believe it's in. obviously, and I, I believe in it. Like I believe right, in freedom, right, right. but like my fucking story has been freedom since the start so like yeah pride fucking be proud of yourself be gay as fuck like i love it dude uh, like but i'm not gonna play into this you're not gonna leverage it I'm this not gonna month it for money to, to try to sell yeah. some fucking t-shirts i gotta show you a video after this okay 
don't inter- I mean you're interrupting me with weird stuff because now just, I want to see I need the video. to remember. Go ahead. All right. Chick fil A. Write it down your phone. So yeah, do, do the Chick fil A thing. Like they could make so much money by it being open on Sunday, but they're like, no, this is our belief. I wonder like, how much money they lose. That's because I only want Chick fil A on Sundays. <laughs> that's probably there. I don't. I mean, I don't even eat Chick fil A. But I know I that's know, a weird one for you. I know they have it figured out. Yeah, because I don't eat chicken. Because you don't eat it. I know that. Uh, I know that they have it figured out. I know that they have their beliefs, and I feel like they 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 haven't changed their beliefs. Yeah. You know. Um, it's weird to talk about the pride thing and cause they had like, uh, I don't know what it is, but they've donated. There was controversy. There's controversy. Yeah, don't know I what don't it remember. is. Um, although I feel like every single time I've ever gone through the drive through in Chick-fil-A, the kid working there is like a little gay guy. Sure. I, it, and I can't picture his face, but I feel like I've had that experience uh-huh. a lot of times. So anyway, um, Chick-fil-A would be the first one. And then like a franchise. Ugh. A Foot Locker or something. Ooh, a Foot Locker would be cool. Yeah. That'd be a weird thing to own, a Foot Locker? It would be kind of weird, yeah. I don't think a Foot Locker. I want like a... What do you want? You asked me that because you had something in your head. No, I don't. Because the whole time you were asking or answering, I was listening, obviously, but I was also trying to think of what my answer would be, and I don't know. But what I would love to open in like some in the Spider-Verse would be fucking good Chinese food around here because mm, there isn't any. That would be really good. I would love to own Teens a Chinese. Teens is good. We should go to Teens one day. Te- teens is pretty good. So and speaking of franchising, there was a place that I, lo- I liked. I was in Vegas and I ate there. I forget where it was. Um, I actually sent a message to Johnny Cupcakes about it. Wait, there was a place okay, in Vegas? Okay, I just you- said a lot of things. There was a place in Vegas. <laughs> you got my attention And they now. did like, it was almost like an ice cream cookie dough sort of thing. I don't know. It was interesting. It was almost like they had a cookie dough and then maybe they mixed things into it. Like, right. like, like almost like a cold stone, but with cookie dough. I, I don't quite remember. Where's any cupcakes falling? But I remember thinking like, this is amazing, uh-huh. right? Like, this is such a good idea. I think it might've been a shark tank. I don't remember. And I looked at their logo and I was like, that's Johnny Cupcakes logo. Oh, I was really? like, oh my God, Johnny Cupcakes is involved with these guys. So... I looked up Johnny's Cupcakes logo just to make sure my memory wasn't uh-huh. mixed up. Their shit is so good. Um, and Damn I was power. like, no, it's, it's definitely his logo. And then like looked everywhere and there was literally, there's no correlation. They just stole his fucking oh, logo. Really? And I was like, whoa. So I sent him a message. Um, actually, let me go. They, they ignored me, but. That's all right. It's probably like some fucking 14. No, exactly. That's what when people reach out to companies and then they get a, get mad when people don't answer them. It's like most of these companies probably have like their fourteen year old nephew running the Instagram account because he's trendy and wears Supreme. Oh, <laughs> do you want to hear my it? message? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. So I said, um, normally I am not this guy. <laughs> I love <laughs> best way to start a message. But I love your brand. It inspired me partly to start my brand, Flagner Failed, 10 years ago. Uh, currently, I'm in Vegas at a cookie dough store. Has your logo mark all over their shirts? I asked if you were co-branded or an owner, and they said they never heard of you. Savage. And it's called, so it's called Dough Cup, right there. Oh, uh, yeah. So here, look that up. Uh, D-O. Wait, we shouldn't be giving them a shout out. I think if, they're if just. They ripped them off. I think they ripped them off. Um, so it's called D O U G H P. I found that they got to change their favicon. Wait, is this when you were with Little Zan? 
I think I might have hung up, been hanging up for a second. Yeah. Doe cup. Shark Tank. What makes our dough so legit? Do you see the logo though? Like scroll down. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, quiet out there. Duh. Behind the dough. I don't see any logos. Huh. All right, here we go. Maybe they changed it. No. So it wasn't. It wasn't uh, their main logo. It was just like their current branding oh, on, on like, all the shirts. Okay. Okay. okay I see. Um. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because it's the end of the podcast. Right and now. Yeah, this is it, bro. We've been 48 minutes. 48 minutes is our magic spot. And, uh, oh, wow, all the logos are gone. Maybe, maybe, ooh, maybe in my movie, okay. he saw your message. Didn't respond to me. But took action. Wow, where, dude, it's all gone. Yeah. They, Something happened. You happened. Rob Bailey you happened. You think it was me? I mean, I'm sure, partly. Bro, you think I brought them down? I don't know. I mean, right, I'm looking right, through their page. It's not there anymore. Write them back and ask them. Hey, I know you saw my last message and didn't respond, but I have another question for yeah, you. I have. I want some. I want some. Holy shit! It's gone. Um, whatever. The shit was banging. Like it. It gave me a belly ache, but it was really, really good. But yeah, because it wasn't their main logo. It was just everything they were selling with t-shirts. And the reason I say that is because we are rebranding. Run everything. Oh whoa! And you designed a logo. I did. I'm yeah. pretty happy with Which it. Which we tried to outsource it a few times. It didn't really work. I fucked with some shit. And then you just came in at 3 a.m. and just fucking ripped. Ended up crushing a logo. And then uh, here we are. I'm pretty proud of it. It's going to be really good. I've done many logos in my days, but this one, I think, holds a special spot in my heart. I'm excited for everyone to see it and not understand it. No, no one's going to understand <sighs> it. Bro, I am It's deep pretty on it. You're going back on their page, page to really... I got to go on Johnny Cupcake's site and look around. I'm like going cross-eyed. I feel like I'm crazy <laughs> now. But I would franchise one of these if they didn't steal other people's logos. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be affiliated with that. Well, it looks like they corrected their wrongs. You believe in second chances? Yeah. You really do. It's crazy. What do you mean? You do. I always give people second chances. I know. Bro, I give people third and fourth chances. Do you no think, one gives me a second chance. <laughs> do you think that is a strong suit? Like, what what makes you? Why do you give people extra chances? I was ra- I was raised to be very nice and to believe in everyone, and I think a lot of times I have so much more faith in everyone than they have in themselves until they let you down the second time. Yeah. There it goes. Here we go. God, their shit is so good. Look, 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 look. Zoom in on that bitch's shirt. See? Zoom in on her shirt. That's oh, fucking, whoa. they 100% ripped Johnny Cupcake's logo, and they had it on all their shirts. That's crazy. And that's why I was like, and look, it's pulled off everything. I guarantee he caught them. That's why it doesn't exist anymore. But dude, they, you. you're like a fucking detective. They literally, I had to scroll back six years. That's but, legit. But bro, it's his logo. Straight And I was logo. like, oh, you guys, did you guys collab with him? And they were like, no. That's why I fucking hate people, man. I hate lazy fucking designers that just steal shit. That's what it is. Design- and you know, that's why I get so worked up when people are like, oh, you know, you stole this or you stole this. And it's like, no, I didn't, dude. I try so fucking hard. I try so fucking hard. You know, the one time that my, yeah. uh, we came out with something, we had a designer here design it, and it looked entirely too close to somebody else's stuff. 
And the dude wasn't even selling stuff. I called him up and I, I paid him $3,000. Oh, uh, that fuck. I was like, hey, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of everything and I'm going to send you $3,000 as like an apology. And he's never even sold $3,000 worth of shit. It's crazy. The, the whole like freelance design, everyone's so fucking lazy Well, dude, now. everyone just, and that's what they did. They went and they're like, oh, this cupcake logo looks good. And they just put it on yeah. a fucking t-shirt. But it's nowhere else, dude. But it's printed on all their apparel. Yeah, well, I think you, okay, you're the guy. I fucking care, dude, because it fucking matters. But you're the guy who starts this business. You hire a designer and you're, n- you're not an there artist. It is in the bottom right there. I'm telling you, they, that's cle- crazy. they cleaned it up. It's just still there. So like, would... Like, I wonder whose fault that is. I, obviously, it's the designer's fault. So it's not the owner's fault because they, they don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're like the they owner. they don't know some indie fucking clothing brand that's been around for 30 fucking years. And if you hired me as a freelance artist to design you a logo, you wouldn't then think, ooh, I should su-, If you're not an artist or yep. not a fucking creative yep. and you're just a business guy who knows margins, numbers, yep. and how to fucking make money... Your first thought when I send you back your logo isn't going to be like, let me see if he ripped this off. Now, it's my first thought because of all the fucking resumes I look at and all the portfolios I look at. And every time someone sends a resume and I'm like, all right, cool. This is a template. Cool. I understand you use the template, but what's beyond that or whatever? It's crazy. It's it's just crazy. I sift through it. And then, dude, also, like, when it comes down to it, I think I might be the only person that fucking cares. Uh, Like, I care, you care, but, like... Dana didn't understand why it mattered. Yeah. She was like... And probably even after you explained it, she was it, like, I don't like, know, it's, it's, a, it's a cupcake with bones. It's like a skull and crossbones with cupcakes. And I was like... Yeah. But it's literally his fucking logo mark that's been stolen. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing like, you know... I can't wait. I love their fucking brand, but a friend of ours... Put, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, gotcha. they, they use a bunch of things, like they'll put Michael Jordan on a shirt, and I'm like... You can't put Michael Jordan on a shirt yeah. because I think the same way. Like, I don't even mind saying it's uh, Steffi Cohen fucking I don't the hybrid. Yeah, act like I'm talking about them, but dude, they get away with some wild shit on their shirts. They do and it like, quick too, and then and they I pull love it. And like, down. I'm like, dude, that Jordan shirt looks so good. But like, if I found someone printing Dana on a shirt, I would rain down fire hell on them if they were Jesus. selling, making, making yeah. money off Dana's image. But they're just doing it. They're doing it so well that like they're doing it so well, so quick, and then pulling yeah, it all, yeah, scrubbing yeah, yeah. the fucking internet and getting rid of that shit. I can't wait until I design all the Black Friday shirts and show them to you, and they're all just Johnny Cupcake shirts. Why would you do that? As Bro, a you joke. stressed me out. The, the thing was over. I just wanted to. I wanted to end with the teaser that we are rebranding. What is the teaser? Oh, we're rebranding, rebranding yeah, on yeah, everything, yeah. and that's all you're gonna get. Say good night. Good night.